0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of And When I Say I Mean I'm your co-host Austin
1: And I am your other co-host Adrian Is the world a
0: completely different place today, Adrian?
1: Uh, Yes it is I don't know if it's a completely different place for everybody But for me this week I have done something That probably makes me even more of an old man than I currently was before you got a knee replacement? No, I have started. <laughs> <laughs> I have started using voice texting. Oh. I know. I I realize that I am just terribly slow at actually just typing out the words. Um. <sighs> and so it's just so much faster to just hit the button and just talk How into the phone. How much do you text? Um. It's, I think the problem is that some I just text longer paragraphs mm. in text messages as opposed to just keeping it short and simple.
0: Well, let me tell you, the last time I texted you, you absolutely didn't respond. So,
1: what did you text me? Oh, you I asked me if we were playing
0: Stardew and just crickets.
1: No, nobody, <laughs> nobody responded to that. <laughs> um, but but another interesting phenomenon that I realized when I started doing voice texting is that you. The, the, okay, I'm not going to just say everybody by this, but me, I text in a very different way than the the way I speak. And so, like, in if I'm, like, voice texting, I have to, like, not just act like I'm having a conversation. I have to act like I'm texting. It's weird. Ah, uh, that is weird. Uh, wh- what do you mean by that? So, like, we, when you're talking, you throw in all these, like, random words that you don't actually need to do um like like for instance or you know or um just like these ramblings you repeat yourself more often when you're speaking and having a one-on-one conversation than when you're just texting um I don't know that I guess it, it's true if you start using your voice text you'll find that out
0: okay um, well I don't plan to
1: but it has changed my life because it's so much faster than just typing things out
0: Wow, life hacking.
1: So the world has changed. The world has changed for me.
0: Well, I have also done something to bring me one step closer being an old man. Uh, I enjoyed watching golf this past Saturday. (laughs) Why why did this happen? Um, We were watching, the Fishers and I were watching the U.S. Open uh, because we couldn't decide. Timmy didn't want to play Mario Kart. Um, so we just had the U S open on and everyone was so bad. It was just riveting. Like I, I could not count on anyone to make a single putt. People would be like two feet from the, whatever the cup is called in golf and miss. And it's just like, wow, each putt is so intense, I guess. Um, (laughs) but it was, it was one of the, it was the greatest round of golf that I've ever seen because it was the worst round of golf that any of them have ever played um how many rounds awesome. of golf
1: have you actually watched
0: that was that was the only one okay so but wow. normally normally i just expect everyone to be amazing in golf and then you take away that ex- expectation and things are uh, suddenly much more uh, interesting to watch mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me at least um, everyone was mad also phil mickelson we're not allowed to talk about him. Because he disgraced himself in golf forever. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's too bad for him. Also, another big time Paddington win. Uh, nice. This past week, Paddington, um, just like the character Paddington, the movie Paddington has just been going around, spreading love and joy, and everyone <laughs> loves it. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing it's an amazing movie about welcoming people. Yeah. And on that note,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell him to tell us tell us your own Pad- Paddington success stories. Oh uh, well, I
0: was gonna take a hard right or left turn, a turn to right, get real serious.
1: Hard, hard right turn would be more fitting, maybe.
0: Whatever. Oh.
1: See what I Yeah,
0: I do... Yeah. Uh, Immigration. (laughs) That has been...
1: (laughs) That ties in with Paddington, kind of.
0: Yeah, that's why I said it was on that note. Go for it. Um, It has been in the news a lot in the past week, if you've been paying attention to the news at all. Uh, Mm -hmm. Specifically for how awful it is um,
1: for those who may not have been paying attention to the news this week what has been going on well or do you want uh, me to try to tell us no I don't know you tell us actually I, I have an idea but since about March um, the the U.S.
0: Justice Department has been enforcing a zero tolerance policy on people caught crossing the border so uh, normally it's not a crime across the border, um, or you're detained briefly and then released before you can have a, uh, a court case. That was no longer the case. Uh, people were detained indefinitely until they had a case when they stopped crossing the border. But there was a standing policy on the books uh, that you can't detain children for uh, court dates. So that causes a situation where because they're detaining people who are crossing the border and they cannot detain children, children then must, air quotes mm. there, be separated uh, from their parents so their parents can be detained and the children who cannot be detained are then put elsewhere. Um, and uh, they're basically put in cages uh, until they can be sent to decommissioned Walmarts. With large pictures of Trump in them, I don't know if that's all of them, but one of them had a large picture of Trump uh, with a quote from *The Art of the Deal* in it, um, and they, they get those blankets that you get after running a Massive marathon. Blanket. Yeah. Um, so uh, things were bad. Like, there's been lots of things. bad things about immigration, but that, like, this is. Uh, like I feel like sometimes we try to keep this lighthearted, but I don't know how you can make that lighthearted because it's just no, um, despicable,
1: right? And which has caused much of the uproar this week, as like more information has been coming out about like actually mm-hmm. what's happening to in these like groups of places where children are being kept. Vi- audio files are coming out mm-hmm. of. Like people actually like children being separated from their family like just asking for help just all these terrible things um going on which has caused like humongous outrage from yeah from the people which again is rightfully so
0: um but to g- me though it's still some of the surprising things is like only 70 percent of people disapprove people are like oh a whole third of American or two thirds of Americans disapprove of this. Really? Are you, is this a, is that it is that something we're proud of? Th- right. th- Only two thirds of Americans disapprove of separating
1: children from their families. Um, it it's so interesting, and and I don't know if it's well. I don't know. Apparently, there are people that just don't disapprove. Um, but I was listening to NPR and it, they were talking to somebody who's like in charge of like enforcing this, and not. It seemed like he, obviously he was in like a terrible spot because um, they were asking all these difficult questions, like "What if your children had to be separated?" Um, well, he, he, of course, he's in a terrible spot. <laughs> right, right, but so for some reason, he seems to, this, again, I don't know where we're trying to go with this or not go with this. Did you know who seem like was? this? I don't remember who it was. I think it was just some kind of somebody from Texas, which isn't helpful. Um, but um, it just seemed like he was somehow, he his um, loyalty was more towards this to this policy than just like humanity and just like
0: Mm-hmm.
1: thinking about what is right and wrong. Um, and that seemed to be kind of like warping how he had to handle the situation. Yeah. Um, which just seems weird to me. Um, yeah. So, I
0: th- I think that brings us to what I'm planning. I don't write the titles. What I'm planning for Adrian to have as a title is...
1: Uh, <laughs> Uh, America in Crisis. Do we want to talk about the latest from this morning or or last night? Uh, We'll get there. Okay. Uh, So we
0: have a continuing series about things that we are in crisis. So Mm -hmm. we've done Mm -hmm. men and white Christians and we're Americans. Um, But unfortunately we're not just like there is I think a compelling reason for us to say America is in crisis not just we're looking for episodes. Hypothetical. Um, so yeah, I, what,
1: I was I was thinking about it today, and I was like, "This is probably like maybe the least controversial one, where it's like, yeah, maybe everybody thinks that America is kind of in crisis." As but not to, every not everyone does, though. I guess that's true.
0: Um, so what did happen? Trump, who has had been maintaining that um, he could not end this with an executive order um ended it with an executive order uh okay allegedly ended it with an executive order um it's still not clear now it I, mm-hmm. it seems like children and parents will just be detained together right um which is like is not great but it's not like totally inhuman right. um so yeah it's, <laughs> things are still not good um, but I guess they're better than um, inexcusable. Um,
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: So, yeah, and just the... So, yes, I think this is a, a crisis for America. It, to me, because it's like this has been going on for months, and like now we're just realizing it. It's like, how can mm-hmm. we be the country that does that for for months before people notice. Like, mm-hmm. like who are the people that are enforcing this? And, like, how does that not get out? And, or, like, this week the U.S. withdrew from the U.N. Council on Human Rights. Why? Why, why would you do that? And, like, this week of all weeks that you will right. withdraw from the Council of Human Rights when you're clearly mm-hmm. violating human rights, like... Mm-hmm the united states what like what are we doing
1: right right i don't i don't know and and it's interesting to hear hear trump in response about how it's still all about like uh, americans first or whatever mm-hmm. but i i guess like my point i guess my question is like how does not even not even talking about like immigration and how all that should work but how does like forcing people to not enter the country or like just treating people terribly who are trying to enter the country to help Americans first.
0: They don't take your jobs. Uh, that's the the saying. They don't um, speak Spanish in, I mean, in public places.
1: Spoiler alert, there are a lot of jobs I shouldn't say this. there's just a lot of jobs that I feel like people don't want to do that there are other people who are willing to come to America and do Mm -hmm. and so I don't think that saying that they're going to take our jobs is a good excuse I don't
0: think either of those are a good excuse Um,
1: okay uh,
0: they won't blow us up that's like maybe a good excuse but the chances of that are very low Mm -hmm. um people are um animals infesting our country to quote Trump on two different occasions uh like he's called them animals and they're infesting the nation i don't, again this is me using trump's words not agreeing with him uh so there are, to me there's not any good reasons to do it but there are People feel
1: strongly about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess there, there's kind of two things going on here. Is there? Where is the crisis? Is the crisis within our governing officials, or is the crisis within the people, or is it both?
0: Um, both clearly, uh, because like the. The administration is forcing these things to happen, uh, but there's also people that support them. Um, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the administration wouldn't be doing them unless people would support them. But, and that, that, like, and that—that's why Trump and Trump's people have said that they stopped because it's—it looks bad for them. Um, so I think clearly it is it's an issue with both. Um, like, as much as contradictory things were said about why separation of children needed to happen, like they knew it was gonna happen. Um, mm-hmm. John Kelly while he was before he was the the chief of staff said that they might need to separate families to deter people from coming across the border and when they um, went into zero tolerance, like they knew that that the effect was going to be that they mm-hmm. had to separate families, and uh, like you know, they knew that because they said, "Oh, this is the Democrats' fault." Like, look at right. this law. Um, and so it, then it's like, "Oh, this is all Congress's fault," when it, and it's clearly mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think, think yeah, there is a lot of problems uh, with the people in leadership but I mean who put them there Um, why do they do the things that they do like as like wild things as Giuliani says he's right in saying that public opinion is the ultimate judge of people's actions Um, so uh, like if people support things that's what happens
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I also think this goes back to I think maybe something we talked about in our Christianity in Crisis video or podcast and maybe I've mentioned before but just the idea of like because I'm a democrat I have to believe these things Mm -hmm. are right or because I'm a republican I have to believe these things are right and I think that 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 is so now I'm broadening it not just in Christian world circles but also to just all of America Um, So this is a announcement to all Americans. Just because you align with one political party doesn't mean that you have to agree with every single thing that that party does. Um, In this case, separating children from their families. You can be like, okay, let me think about this as a human and just say this is wrong. As opposed to being like, okay, my Republican president said that this was good, and this is what's going to happen, so I'm going to also say it's good.
0: I don't know. I, uh, so I like I question that. Uh, not in general, but like the it's Trump is just weird, if, if, in political terms, because like if people are as loyal to the Republican Party as we're now saying, right? Trump is an outsider and undermined the republican establishment like the the people who were republicans did not want him to be elected i think that's pretty clear um but the the loyalty to me seems to trump himself um and less to but, the party
1: okay i i can see that but but in some ways i feel like even though trump doesn't get along with the classic republicans I feel like he's even more of a, like, true, like, far-right, super conservative Republican, right? In the sense that, like, people do align with him, like, work from the bottom, work hard, we need jobs in America, America first, hard American nationalism, um, let's just bomb the crap out of ISIS, like... Those are the type of things that, like, to me, even if he's not, like, closer to the the political Republicans, he's more closer to the, like, homegrown American Republican.
0: I guess. I, would, I mean,
1: clearly because he won. Right. Um. So in that, but but either way, right, like... <laughs> whether whether it's blindly following the Republican party or blindly following D- Democratic Party or blindly following Trump like or whoever like that sh- don't let that like stop you from thinking like wait like what does this situation look like outside of politics yeah. like what if I was in this situation what if this was somebody I knew like it's so easy for me to be like, oh, this is in Texas like that's in a different country almost like it doesn't even feel real in some extent because it's so, Far away, but yet it's in our country. It's having the people that we know, like or people that we could know. Yeah,
0: to me, it's like internment of Japanese people during World War II. Right, Uh, Right. Like people are gonna be thinking about us and saying, how could they possibly be alive in a country doing these
1: things? Mm
0: Mhm.
1: Mhm.
0: Um, and I, uh, yeah, I don't
1: know how. Right, exactly. You mean like people in the future looking back at our time and be like, how did they allow this to happen for three months? People in 20 years. Right. Yeah, I don't know. And I think that's the problem is like we, yeah, like just think of situations outside of where you align yourself, I guess, especially when it comes to people.
0: I don't know. Isn't this like an inevitable consequence of things that have happened up until this point? What do you mean? Like, things have, like how, to me, the, the most disappointing thing is this is not a surprising development for the current administration.
1: Right. But I think that that also flows through that, right? It's like, okay, they, I'm going to trust them to do what they want because they also are Republicans or they also are Democrats. I'm just gonna blindly trust them and not think about the consequences of what they're doing. Um,
0: but pe- they've been doing that. They're they've been doing things like this that people who voted for them support, like the Muslim ban, which is not officially a Muslim ban, but it is. Um, right. Like that's broadly supported by Trump's base, um, and like th- this seems like a. Uh, not a logical, but a reasonable extension of that.
1: No, that that's fair. Um, I don't think people were necessarily thinking about it. And honestly, the people who were okay with the Muslim ban are probably okay with yeah. what's happening now. Yeah. Um, so that's
0: why, I'm, to me, that's that's like the real crisis that a, th- right. a third of America is not disapproving of this policy.
1: Right. And I think that it, yeah, it just goes back to, I don't know, I don't want to like say things that are just like really potentially terrible, but it's just like, it's kind of selfish in the way that you're thinking about it, right? Because why, why do we not want, why, why is the quote unquote Muslim ban happening? Because we're afraid of yeah. these people might come into our country and kill us. When in reala- re- reality, like it's a very slim possibility. Um, why are we afraid of? Why do we not want the people from Mexico and Central and South America coming into our country because they we're quote unquote afraid that they'll take our jobs that we don't actually want? Like all of these things are just selfish reasons, mm-hmm. and for There's some reason fear. we fear and selfishness that we use to just choose or just like excuse all of these terrible like cruel things that we do t- to humans.
0: And I'm just like, what are we scared of?
1: Like, I don't know.
0: Why, why are we scared of people fleeing from South America and Mexico? Like, why mm. are we scared of Muslim people coming over from the Middle East or Indonesia?
1: I think that it, we're scared that it's going to challenge our comfortable world views in our life.
0: We're American. Racism. <laughs> we, everywhere is American culture. I know.
1: People don't realize that. Um, uh, talk because to people we're part... who aren't
0: from America. It's shocking. Everyone that I know in university has gone bowling. Bowling's not even that good. <laughs> Everyone has gone to a McDonald's. McDonald's is not that good.
1: Did you know that McDonald's in Russia delivers?
0: No. I bet they do in state college, too.
1: I don't know. That's just a fun fact I learned from the World Cup, mm. um, but yeah, I, I think that there's just a lot of, I mean, fear and prejudice and racism and selfishness that is coming, that basically is mm. exists. That is just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, nascent. That's not what I was looking for. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> I think it's it's the ju- word means I was looking it means it. It's just like ingrained in our culture. It's just okay. Yeah. Um, It starts with an S, I think. Um, Uh,
0: Sedentary?
1: No, I'll think of it in like four minutes. Let's move on. Uh,
0: Okay, no, it was not the word I was looking for. I might have spelled it wrong, too. Suffused, I think, is what you're looking for.
1: That's still not what I'm looking for, but... Uh, um, Okay, anyway. Yes, thank Uh, you. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um... I think it's kind of hard to say that, especially with Trump's comments about like, oh, we'd love more immigrants from, from Norway, that a lot of it's not about racism. Uh, like, what's the difference between people from Norway and people from Mexico? Um, some of them Sting, are... Skin color? Yeah. Well, or, height. Uh, average height. Height, yeah. Uh, on average, they own a lot more Teslas, on average than people from Mexico, um, but that's mostly because Norway subsidizes the purchase of Teslas, um, I would assume. Uh, so yeah, it, I don't. It's um, it's bad. Uh, oh, speaking of racism, uh, I was reading a lot of interesting articles comparing this to slavery, mm-hmm. um, because. Jeff Sessions. Oh my goodness. Um, said I would quote the wise apostle Paul and tell him his wise and beneficent statement of Romans 13 that we are to obey the laws. Um, that was not a great Jeff Sessions impersonation.
1: It wasn't terrible though.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he didn't say beneficent. Uh, but that was like a good a word word choice for the accent I was doing regardless
1: um so no wrong boo so okay so in this what he's doing he's quoting romans 13 Mm -hmm. where paul is telling the romans that they need to obey the governing authorities um and so in this in this instance when jeff sessions was saying it he's basically saying like you just have to deal with what we're telling you to do which was also traditionally used as a way of justifying slavery yeah so I was reading an article on The Atlantic, you know, as I'm wont to do,
0: mm-hmm. and uh, it was written by a guy named Adam Sorwer, S-E-R-W-E-R. I apologize for that pronunciation. Um, but he was saying, uh, Jeff Sessions presumably didn't know that this was used to defend slavery. And I'm like, Adam, come on now. <laughs> Jeff Sessions is like... He was, like, part of the uh, anti-integration movement. Um, Like, I'm sure he knows that. Uh, But, anyway. Uh, So, it was interesting. I was reading a different article um, where they were saying that even though we're supposed to follow the government, that does not give the... So this is written by colonists, right, as they were defending their uh, liberation from England. Just because we're supposed to doesn't give kings the right to be tyrants, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. which is a distinction that would, like, never get made now because we don't talk about kings. Um, right. Uh, but, I, like, it's that stands, right? Just because we should follow the laws doesn't mean, like, people who are making the laws have this right to do whatever they want, even if it's wrong. And then, so, the part of Romans that uh, he did not quote, Romans 13, uh, is, um, verse 9, Love your neighbor as yourself, uh, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command, Love your neighbor as yourself, Love does no harm to a neighbor; therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So, mm-hmm. um, he missed that part in his uh, Romans thirteen Bible study.
1: Right, and then uh, to add to that, I was um, I was now looking at John Green's Twitter account because I love John Green now, and you basically, I res- what you have a Twitter. You can get on Twitter without having a Twitter. Oh, okay. Anyway, how do you how do you read Trump's tweets? I just see journalists posting oh. them. No, you can look at some. You can't. I don't think you can get full functionality, but you can do a lot of things. Anyways, oh. I saw this tweet by John Green, assume, which I assumed was in response to Jeff Sessions, which was quoting saying. For I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came and visited me. All in quotes. And then he gave the quote to literally the Bible. um, Which is Jesus talking to um, Mm -hmm. the crowd. um, When they're saying, hey Lord, we did all these things in your name. But then he's going to be... Jesus responds by saying, I didn't know you. And he said, and they respond, "What do we need to do?" And he says, "Do these things." Um, so that was really challenging to me, um, because I was like, "Wow, okay, yeah, he's right." Um, also challenging to me. This past Sunday, uh, during the sermon, the um, one of our elders who was preaching uh, spoke, or he referenced a quote from Charles Spurgeon, which basically was saying, "I don't who's know who's Charles exact- Spurgeon." Charles Spurgeon is a um, very prolific and um, famous preacher in England from the 1800s. I don't know. Do you not know who Charles Spurgeon no. is? Okay. Anyways, for some reason, everybody in our church loves him. So um, That's because they're all British. That's true. That's true. Um, so um, he was quoting Charles Spurgeon, and he he had a quote that said something along the lines of, um, as Christians, we need to be the best in the world, um, meaning like we have to because because we have been like endowed by God, mm-hmm. not that everybody hasn't, but as Christians, this is our responsibility to be the best in the world and so then i I immediately thought of John Green's tweet and was like, Wow, like not only not only do... Like, are we missing that? But, like, non-Christians are saying, look, you guys have it wrong. You need to be the best. And you're failing right now. For the record, John Green is a Christian. He is a Christian? Yeah. He's a member of the Episcopal that. Church. I did not get that impression. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> is Hank? No. Okay. Um.
0: So uh but no that is true it's it's uh, to me it's very just frustrating that uh evangelical christians uh, according to the polling world are the least likely to say there is uh a need for us to accept immigrants um so things like that it just uh, it's like profoundly unbiblical mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and Christian.
1: Yeah.
0: So, uh, that's that's been an ongoing because I think the the problem r- the problem really is um, I I think is Christianity in crisis and not just like for whatever reason the parts of America that are supporting these things are white Christian America and it's yeah. it's the
1: worst. Yep. Yeah and And so actually, kind of I was thinking about today, like, okay, yes, it seems like America is in crisis, but is there is there somehow a way that good comes out of this um i and and yes, for it did take too long for people to realize what was going on, but in another sense, like Within this past week, like there has been incredible uproar, and literally has caused Trump to sign an executive order, go back on his word, which is something he hates more than anything, yeah. and actually do something about it. So I, I mean, yes, I think there is a crisis going on, and yes, I do agree that there is a. There's that word I want to use again, but I can't figure out what it is. Substantive, but that's not the right word either. It's, uh, it's something like that. Anyways there is a problem especially with the evangelical christians yeah. that they're not mm, systematic I'm, systematic that's it that's the one I, there's a systematic problem with well in our country with racism which was I was trying to use earlier but mm. there's a systematic problem with evangelical christians as well which they don't we have somehow messed up and i'm sure that i i am I'm not i'm not claiming to have figured it out or am better i hope i'm a little better than maybe i was but um i think that is the foundation of the problem i don't know where i was going um oh that there is change that's kind yeah. of happening um and so that yes there is a crisis but maybe from this crisis we'll actually be able to see something good happen um yeah. and and out of this people realize like okay like, it's not good that this our government is doing these things. And, okay, we can do something about it. I'm glad.
0: I mean, still disappointed that this is what it took. But I'm glad something finally gave for some evangelical leaders to say, okay, no, mm-hmm. stop it. Right. This, is, and, this is bad. Like, Franklin Graham. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I am almost completely unfamiliar with everything Billy Graham has ever said or done. Um,
1: is that... What, do you listen no, to Billy
0: Graham's sermons?
1: No, not really. But, but. he's just like this, you know, You're legendary probably, figure.
0: Right. I am much more familiar with the things that Franklin Graham has done in his life. And, like, for the last three years, I've been like, Franklin Graham, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, so, finally, for him to say, no, this is the worst, no one can approve this, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, oh, what took us so long? <laughs> right but that that is like that that hope right that that crisis brings out the best in people like mm-hmm. you can't have a you can't be the greatest american president according to people who rank presidents unless there's a time of crisis during your presidency um not to say that trump i did not mean to imply that trump is the greatest president this is just like crisis brings <laughs> out either the because, best or the worst in people um, well because and usually, i'm hoping this brings out the best in
1: everyone Yeah, and I'm I'm assuming most of those polls that the president is not the one creating the crisis. Right, it's Um, like uh, World War II or one. Or the Civil War. The Civil War. Yeah.
0: Uh, The president maybe had caused that crisis, but not Lincoln.
1: Right, but that's not to say that the crisis that we're in now cannot bring out the best of the American people. Yeah, and and hopefully challenge people to look past the walls that they have, like. That wasn't a pun. But, like, we have we have just bricked ourselves into these lanes and we just refuse to look to the side and say, like, okay, hey, look, they're separating children and that's not okay. We're just going to be like, nope, I'm in my lane and I'm not going to move and or think about anything else. Yeah. Um... So what do we do about it? Um,
0: I I was thinking, you know, do we really need to talk about immigration? Because that's all anyone has ever talked about this week, which is an exaggeration. But I I think we do need to talk about it, regardless of Mm -hmm. whether everyone has talked about it or not. Like, it's just something we can't condone. Uh, It's not Mm -hmm. something that we can be a part of. Um, So I think probably the best thing that we can do is... I mean, we're probably in our own bubble, but try to, find, like, try to find people who are not there and be like, what is going on? Why is there this disconnect between us? Or uh, talk to people who are, are not from America and be like, wait, these people, this person loves Billy Joel way more than I do, and he's from Russia, I like Russian books way more than him, and I'm from America.
1: And then hopefully you just realize that this is just a human who is similar to you, which is the point you're trying to make. Right. Is that it's like, okay, even though this person's from another country, we're still humans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I think putting yourself in situations that are going to be challenging to you, which nobody likes to do, but that's what I'm going to think that we need to do. And I think that could just look like sitting down and talking to someone from a different culture or different country from you and just having a conversation and being like, okay, I'm going to talk to this person like a, like a person. Or someone from America that you disagree with. Right. Oh, that also works. But just, yeah. Mm. Just, just be willing to listen to people. That sounds really simple, but I think a lot of our issues... you try It's to not talk that simple. To, I mean, it's not that simple, but like... No, 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 no.
0: It, it, listening is a big part of it, but it's not simple to everyone.
1: No. And so, like, when you talk to somebody, another American, who doesn't believe the same things that you are saying, A, you probably agree on more things than you disagree on, and B when you do come to those things that you disagree about just like listen without like planning ahead your counter argument just like sit there take in what they're saying and like actually think about it
0: and you should already have your counter argument ready to go
1: but it's not about (laughs) counter arguments
0: (laughs) that was a joke you don't
1: have to be right
0: right yeah because if you did have to be right all the time um, That would be bad because you don't know most things.
1: No, no, you don't. We don't know most things. So, yeah, meet people who are from different cultures. Talk to people. Actually, don't talk to people. Listen to people. That That's what you should do. You shouldn't talk to people. You should listen to them.
0: Um, And I want to throw out, uh, support journalism. Um, because we wouldn't have found out these things if it weren't mm-hmm. for journalists. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though people are like, oh, they don't tell the truth, and they've all got their spin, there are still important things that are going on within our country that we have no idea that are going on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. journalists help those things come to life will come to light um, when people would rather not have them
1: Come to light. also also again we might have mentioned it before but look for reliable sources of news and not ones that are biased towards your own views um, again NPR is great for that um, yeah, but even depends on who you ask uh, I, I don't know <laughs> I just think they're pretty great um, their podcasts but, but, are very biased I will I will say that Okay, I don't listen to their podcast. But if you see something on your fa- on Facebook and you're like, "Wow, that seems outlandish," just like go over to like some other source for the news, like the BBC or NPR or even like the New York Times or something. Don't go on Facebook. No. Oh my. Okay. It's being we... Facebook. Yeah. You
0: changed your profile picture. Crazy.
1: I know. It's like the first time in maybe like a year and a half. So that's how the world is different than it was before. Though I'm glad you didn't change your cover photo. No. That picture I don't think will ever change. I'm good. Anyway.
0: It was a mess this week. Um, And I don't have a lot of confidence that people will try to... The administration will try to make things better. So let's do what we can to try to make things better
1: Mm hmm and even like I don't don't know I don't I don't think that I think it just is so much simpler like I don't I don't necessarily feel like I need to like march on Washington and and tear down walls Um, I think it, it gets I think the key is to get at the systemic issues which is racism fear of other people um, and those type of things, and I think that that can easily happen in our own communities of just like reaching out to people that are have different cultures, different experiences than us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is going to help the the crisis of the American people. I think the crisis in our governing body will it 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 has to flow from the people. It's not going to flow from the top down. Um, Popular sovereignty. Look it up yep because honestly the reason i think the reason that we have this crisis now is because we thought it was going to fall from the top down as opposed to the other way around Um, but maybe that's a different conversation for a different time
0: it is a different conversation
1: all right any recommendations for us this week i was trying to think of recommendations this day like i do almost every single day we record our podcast and i was thinking about most of the media that i've consumed this week and i'm like i don't think i really want to make those my actual recommendations um okay because i don't know if they're that great but this is you know what we're just going to go for these are all the b grade recommendations for this week (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do not feel any need to look into these things at all. Okay, number one is um, I watched Logan mm. um, last Friday. Um, Mediocre? Um, so, Logan. Um, there, were, there were more um, people getting stabbed in the face than I really cared to see oh. ever in my entire <laughs> life. You should have known um, that going into it. I, I did. Um, and so I avoided, just avoided looking at those. Um, there are some other things that I, I don't, is it, are we past spoilers at yeah. this point for this movie? I don't so, know. What's the movie? The, Logan. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. So, so there's a little girl in the movie. Laura yeah, who is like basically Wolverine's daughter? Mm-hmm. She, she kills a lot of people, and mm-hmm. so I was kind of like, I could have been okay if she didn't have to kill as many people. And she's like nine. Yeah. Um, I think 11 maybe. Um, but anyways, the overarching theme of the movie, I need to get going because I'm about to say too many talk about too many things. The overarching theme of the movie I thought was was pretty decent actually for for a superhero movie. So unlike the scale of superhero movies, where we're just looking at superheroes movies, I would rate it as like a seven or eight. Um, when you're looking at m- just movies in general, I'd probably make it a five. Wow. Whereas like most superhero movies are like a three. That is not a glowing endorsement. It it wasn't that great. I to will be
0: say it was nominated for best adapted screenplay
1: by the Oscars. I I was told that I need to read the comic books it's from. Anyways, next movie uh, I watched this week was. Um, Iron Man Two, not much to say here. Um, it's pretty much your run-of-the-mill superhero movie. It, mm. it was it's, it's pretty like much that. it was pretty much as bad as I remembered it. <laughs> um, there's like no character development. The villain has no reason to be a villain. Basically, he kind of does, but not really. He literally. wants his bird. It's not that great. It's terrible. Watch it once and then you'll be okay. Um, mm. Music-wise, for some reason, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the rapper Lil Dicky. I um, heard of him. <laughs> if, you, if you're a fan of The Lonely Island, I think you're really gonna like this rapper. Is um, he, he has, unironic? He has a... Um, he, he's this... Um, he doesn't look like a rapper at all. He looks ridiculous. He's of Jewish descent. Um, anyways... He has this video. He has this music video called "Save That Money," which is all about him rapping about saving money, as opposed to like how most people. Lonely are rapping Island about already how they did a song money. about that.
0: Well, well the music Feet video Kendrick is great. Lamar.
1: The music video is great. Again, if you like if you like Lonely Island, you're gonna like him in the music video he's going around and asking like all these rich people if they can like he use his boat for use their boat for free or use their house <laughs> or use this club for free because for they're like video. seeing if they can make an epic rap music video for free um, he ends up like filming a shot in the background of a T Pain music video nice it's that's fantastic anyways those are all my B grade recommendations for this week my actual recommendation for this week on Saturday I had the opportunity to serve at my friend's wedding. I it just is, I don't get invited to weddings. I'm just like, "Hey, can you help like serve food for all our guests and then you can like dance if you want. I don't really want to dance, but I like hanging out with people. so anyways, I got to be like a server and like feed people like give people food for me as a extrovert, it was a fantastic time. I very much enjoyed it. Um, I feel like that'd so, be awkward. I thought it was fantastic. I got to carry around hors hors d'oeuvres. Anyways, so that's my recommendation: is to do some kind of food service. Most (laughs) likely, you're probably gonna hate it. I'm not gonna lie. Unless, (laughs) unless you really love
0: food service,
1: (laughs) (laughs) unless you really love people like I do, you're probably gonna hate it. So it's not a great recommendation. But if you hate that one, maybe look at those B-grade recommendations, and and maybe you'll be okay.
0: No, I think not.
1: I don't plan on doing that. <laughs> anyway, sorry I just wasted way too much time on recommendations cool. this week. Austin, what do you got? Mark? Um, so
0: speaking of complaining about rappers, you want to complain about them, but I'm gonna just get this quick complaining. When Beyonce and Jay Z, when you yeah. release a joint album, don't get Migos to write your your headlining track. Like I like Migos as much or as much as the next person. But, no, you're more than the average <laughs> person, probably. <laughs> but come on, Beyonce and Jay Z, like you, you two are like, you're you're billionaires for a reason. It's because you're good at writing songs, like. And they're just iconic yeah. for not Migo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, end of rant. Um, oh, because I didn't get my Donald Glover plug in last week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is America, uh, by Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino. That that was just like, that's what I was thinking of this whole week. Um, that's fair. Just like, yeah. This is America. Um, so what do we do about that? Um, but then my real recommendation is, uh, I'm trying to pick it up here, but it's going very poorly. It is the is that selfless it's way, heavy?
1: huh? Is that because it's heavy?
0: No, it was just uh, it's really soft, so it's like sticking to my Bible, the Selfless Way of Christ, Downward Mobility and the Spiritual Life by Henry Nguyen. Nguyen. Uh He is a uh, Dutch Catholic priest, I think, um, from the last century. It's a really great book. It's short; you can read it in an hour if. I can read it in an hour, um, <laughs> and it's, re- it's really great, um, and I, it was a, a timely read for me as I've been thinking about downward mobility. Um, Selfless Way of it. Christ. It's also illustrated by Van Gogh. Van Gogh didn't realize it when he was making his paintings. He was just painting, uh, but now they're in this book. So Nice.
1: Nice. Well, good stuff. Uh, so, we, thanks for we joining us. We didn't end up talking about anything lighter this week, if anything it was heavier. Yeah,
0: I was like, man, we just did one about the Trump administration. But then they had well, to go and is, be the, the worst, so.
1: Well, this, this, I think it was okay, because if people were worried last time that we thought Trump was doing a good job.
0: Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, I was was cautiously optimistic, and I still am cautiously optimistic about his foreign policy, but his domestic policy,
1: No, That's fair. So, I think, yes, this will um, help any and all who were concerned that we were hyping up the Trump train. Because oh, I, I hope, hope that, that we, we did not weren't... give that impression. <laughs> I don't think well, I don't think we did last week, but just by the title it, it may have um may have led that way. So, yes. Who knows what next week will hold. Hopefully it's better. Let's let's hope so. But anyways, have a great week and we will see you next week.